0: Hello and welcome to Vegas Odds Football. I am your host, Daniel Ocho. In this episode, we are going to be breaking down an electric conference championship weekend in the NFL. We're going to be talking about the AFC title game, a rematch of the Bengals and the Chiefs. We are going to be talking about an exciting matchup between the 49ers of San Francisco and the Philadelphia Eagles, the number one seed. Exciting matchups all around. Let's jump right in. We begin, as always, with a brief recap of our last week. And this was a bit of a strange capping week for us because I gave you guys some winners. I gave you guys some bad losers, uh, a little bit all over the place. Let's start with the first game of the slate this past week, the Jaguars versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, The Chiefs basically manhandled the Jaguars. Jaguars just really weren't up to snuff as a roster to compete with this team. I gave you guys Jags plus eight and a half. I gave you Christian Kirk, anytime touchdown scorer, uh, parlayed with the Chiefs' win at plus 375 and that ends up hitting as well. On top of that, I gave you guys the Jaguars plus five and a half first half, ultimately as a loser. Uh, then the Eagles game was a big win for us. I gave you guys to begin with the Eagles minus seven. I told you to buy the hook. You didn't even need it. Just an utter domination by the Eagles. The Giants overachieved this year, but now they are headed home uh, with their heads held high. Obviously, Daniel Jones uh, established himself as maybe an NFL starter for, for some time now, uh, and Brian Dable ends up impressing everyone, myself included, probably on his way to a coach of the year candidacy or win, he ends up not only making the playoffs with a Giants roster that was one of the worst in the NFL, at least on paper, uh, they also win a playoff game. Just an incredibly impressive performance from this Giants team and an unfortunate result in that game. But not unfortunate for those of us who enjoy watching good football because the Eagles are much better, and I'd rather see the Eagles have to host the Niners this week and to watch the New York football Giants get absolutely decimated by a Niners team that would beat them by a million points. Uh, in the Eagles game, I gave you Devonta Smith, anytime touchdown scorer, and the Eagles money line that was plus 172. I also gave you guys Jalen Hurts, anytime first half touchdown scorer at plus 210, uh, and Devontae Smith anytime first half touchdown scorer at plus 320. All those hit. A a lot of fun plays there. Uh, I hit on all of those, uh, gave me a little bit of a bankroll for the Sunday slate, uh, which was not nearly as kind to us. Uh, I also gave you guys Richie James and Daniel Bellinger to anytime touchdown scorer for the Giants. Richie James ultimately drops a touchdown, or it was a little bit overthrown by Daniel Jones, but Richie James should have had a touchdown of his own, uh, and that would have been another win for us in the player prop column. Then we move on to the Bengals-Bills game, the early game on Sunday. I gave you guys the Bengals plus four, uh, but my more confident play was the Bills money line. Ultimately, the Bengals do cover that four-point line, but the Bills are unable to win the game. The Bengals just absolutely decimated this Bills team. It was not really a competitive game at all. Probably the least competitive game of the entire weekend. And this is a weekend where the Jaguars played the Chiefs. The Bills were not really in this game from the first drive. Everything seemed a little bit off. Josh Allen ends up airmailing a throw to Stephon Diggs on that first drive, which ultimately proves pretty indicative of how that afternoon would go for this Bills team. Pretty sad, pretty disheartening for the Bills and, and their fans. I was never super confident in them winning the entire thing this year, mainly because it felt like there was too much groundswell amongst the mass betting public. And generally, the mass betting public is never right about anything. So if everyone was keen to bet on them to win the Super Bowl because of the DeMar Hamlin situation, I knew that we were due for some sort of overcorrection. And that overcorrection this week came in the form of the Bills just getting run off the field by the Cincinnati Bengals. I also gave you guys Hayden Hurst anytime touchdown scorer uh, parlayed with the Bills money line. Hopefully you didn't parlay that one. I told you if you think the Bengals are going to win or cover this game, you should parlay uh, Hayden Hurst with that line. If you got Hayden Hurst and the Bengals plus four, that proved to be a winner for us because Hayden Hurst scored in that first half. A nice little player prop there. I give you guys John Brown anytime touchdown scorer. I don't think he was ultimately active in this game, so you probably couldn't have taken that one anyways. Uh, Then the real loser this week was the Cowboys game. I don't know what to say here. I'm so angry at myself, really, for buying into the Dak Prescott hype. Every year, I tell myself, no. You know better. You know that Dak Prescott is not that guy. You know he's not someone you should feel confident in any way betting on, come playoff time, come the winter months. And still... I bet against him. Uh, Now, I told you guys the same thing about Joe Burrow for months. I said for months, Joe Burrow, when there's a chill in the air, you don't want to bet against him. He's a coverage king. And what does he do? He just does it again and again. He is the all-time coverage king, this guy. And Dak Prescott is the complete opposite. He could not beat Brock Purdy and the 49ers on that Sunday night football game. Ultimately losing again, leaving Jerry Jones and the Cowboys and the Cowboys fans disappointed and leaving us, those of us who bet on him, sorely disappointed and very bitter. I gave you guys the Cowboys plus three and a half, sprinkled money on the money line on the Cowboys there, gave you guys Dalton Schultz plus 40 yards and Cowboys plus three and a half. Schultz couldn't even hit 40 yards because he was too busy dropping balls and not putting his feet down unbelievable unfathomable performance Uh, and then the final pick I gave you guys which looks just laughable at this point I gave you guys the Cowboys alternate spread sprinkled uh, minus nine and a half at plus 570 so a lot of losers in that batch we are back and better than ever this week for championship weekend uh, because one thing that I forget I guess every year in divisional weekend nobody knows anything That's the only thing that I know that nobody knows anything about capping these games, about prognosticating about these games, because the public absolutely cleaned up this week. Uh, And typically, if you're a fade the public guy like myself, you're thinking Vegas knows better than the public. And this week, Vegas just didn't. Uh, Vegas seemed to kind of get kicked around this week by the the general Joes who who bet on games at the corner store. Uh, They were not too sharp, which leads me to believe that Vegas is going to come back with a vengeance this week. So let's jump right into our championship weekend. First game of the Sunday slate, we have the San Francisco 49ers at the Philadelphia Eagles. And in discussing this San Francisco 49ers game, this Philadelphia Eagles game, uh, I need to first give out our coverage king of the week. Hey, yo, lesson here, babe. You come at the king, you best not miss. Our coverage king of the week is Brock Purdy. Handsome Brock, uh, the new handsome Brock, former Iowa quarterback, stud, just absolute player. Uh, Last time Jalen Hurts and Brock Purdy played, uh, Jalen Hurts led Oklahoma to an incredible one-point victory in college. Brock Purdy threw five touchdowns, a really electric performance. You should go look up the highlights if you're interested on YouTube. One of those fun college football games you always kind of remember if you were there to see it. Uh, I wasn't there, but you know, I watched it on television and I feel like I was there because I was electrified by the overall performance. Uh, now, Brock Purdy continues to roll on as the starter of the San Francisco 49ers. He is 7 and 0 as a starter. Uh, the Niners have won eight straight games. Their run just continues. They are unstoppable. They manhandle a Cowboys team that looked like world beaters just a week ago. And all of this, this entire run, has been premised on relying on their Mr. Irrelevant last pick of the draft quarterback, Brock Purdy. An incredible performance by Purdy. Again, uh, they obviously don't rely on him too much in that game against the Cowboys because they're afraid of the turnovers. He almost turns the ball over a couple times, but Dallas ultimately can't finish those drives, can't finish those turnovers. We saw Diggs drop a key interception at the end of that game, uh, and Brock Purdy just continues to roll on, leading the San Francisco 49ers team uh, to the NFC title game. And establishing himself as maybe the guy, the quarterback, the, the future franchise guy in San Francisco, incredible story. Uh, I don't know if it continues this week, but for now, all we can say is this guy is at the very least a coverage king on this podcast. Now, to our San Francisco 49ers and Philadelphia Eagles game. Uh, The line opened at Eagles minus two and a half. It is still that way. They're in Philadelphia. Going to be a massive, massive home crowd advantage in this game. Uh, The over-under in this game set at 45 and a half. In looking at this game, a couple key stats jump out, right? The Niners have won eight straight games. Feels like they've been winning for like three straight months, uh, which pretty close to them doing now, but... It just feels like I don't remember the last time I saw this Niners team look anything but unstoppable. They've been putting up huge numbers week to week. Obviously, the Cowboys defense kept them in check a little bit last week, but the Niners still felt in complete control of that game in the fourth quarter. Uh, There was a key turning point near the end of that game where it essentially just felt like the Cowboys had no chance. They could not do anything against this Niners defense. Uh, and the Niners offense just has so many guys, so many electric playmakers who, if Purdy can get them the ball in any sort of semblance of a coherent way, if he can hand it off or just uh, do some sort of end around, if they can get the ball to their playmakers, those guys are just going to move the sticks every single time. Sustain drives, finished drives in a way that Dallas just could not do last week. And truly impressive performance by Brock Purdy, by the 49ers. And now they go on the road to a Philadelphia Eagles team that put down a beatdown of of their own. Uh, Their divisional rivals, the New York Giants, did not look to belong in the second round of the playoffs uh, this past week. Through no fault of their own, this roster, as I've said all year, is one that's paying the most to wide receivers of any roster in the entire NFL, despite having Isaiah Hodgins as their wide receiver one to come division weekend. So obviously from a roster construction standpoint, they were not anticipating being in this second round playoff game. Uh, beyond that they didn't really have any linebackers on their team, no NFL level linebackers on the New York Giants. The Eagles essentially treated this game like a college football game where you see sometimes the team with superior athletes looks at a lesser team and says, okay, you don't have linebackers who can match up with our guys running downhill. Why don't you just try to stop us? And that was what the Philadelphia Eagles did. Not something you see in the NFL very frequently. They end up rushing for over 270 yards on the ground. Insane performance by the Eagles. Uh, Nick Sirianni, Impressive to the to the end. The guy just constantly impresses me as a head coach. Uh, they handle their business against the New York Giants off a bye week. Giants kind of feeling themselves coming into this week. They exposed Daniel Jones, a guy who a week ago looked like maybe he was one of the best ten quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, now he kind of came back down to earth in that Eagles game. This secondary, this defense continues to play lights out, and Jalen Hurts just continues to get guys the ball on time, and their playmakers. The Eagles playmakers continue to impress. There's nothing else you can really say about this offense. They've been operating at the highest level from week one on. They continue to roll, and now they face one of their biggest tests of the entire season. In picking this game, it's difficult for me to really reach any hard and fast conclusion. My initial inkling in this game would be to fade Brock Purdy once again. Uh, but if anyone has listened to this show or any other show by gambling prognosticators around the the internet, uh, you will have seen that people have been fading Brock Purdy over and over again, and all he does is kick people in the teeth when they do so. Uh, Now, at the highest stage, on the highest stage, in Philadelphia, Purdy is without a doubt facing his toughest test of the season. Uh, The Eagles are two and a half point favorites. They are going to cover that spread. Nothing that the Eagles have done over the past couple months, when healthy, has led me to believe that they are anything but the best team in the NFC. I know how good the Niners have looked, but when this defense in Philadelphia is healthy, they are just so dominant. They are so dominant on the back end, especially in that secondary. They are going to force Brock Purdy to make a couple errors, to turn the ball over. And if they're able to do that, I don't see a world in which the Niners can sustain drives, can ultimately keep up with this Eagles team. I know the Niners have their own playmakers. I know they have a defense that is incredibly impressive. Uh, Their defense is one of the best in the NFL. Looked like maybe the best last week with how they shut down Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. But now they face off with a team that is so loaded, both in terms of how they structure their rushing offense with Jalen Hurts, with Miles Sanders. They have a full carousel of competent, good running backs in that Philadelphia backfield. And that backfield only opens up the passing game for guys like A.J. Brown, like Devontae Smith, who on any other team may be a wide receiver one. Just an all-out stacked lineup on offense for the Eagles. Now they're at home, and that is the big key difference maker for me. Eagles at home have been dominant. Uh, They've been dominant on the road as well, but especially at home, feels like too big of a spot to bet on Brock Purdy. This Cinderella story ends here. Purdy turns into a pumpkin. Give me the Philadelphia Eagles, minus two and a half. Now, before I move on to this game, there are a couple prop picks that I like. I like A.J. Brown anytime first-half touchdown scorer and the Eagles to win. That'll get you at least 5-1 to odds. The odds on these first and second-half touchdown scorers have been really, really good. They're a really fun bet to make week to week. Last week, I ended up taking Boston Scott anytime first-half touchdown scorer parlayed with the Eagles. We talked a lot about corresponding bets last week, and I just wanted to continue with that this week, rolling with what I think is going to ultimately be the final result, the Eagles winning that game. So I'm going to put together a couple of parlays that I think will reflect that. First off, A.J. Brown, anytime first half touchdown scorer, parlayed with the Eagles to win. I also like Dallas Goddard, anytime touchdown scorer, parlayed with the Eagles to win. Uh, I also like Eagles defense at 6-1, to one, anytime touchdown scorer. This is the week that Brock Purdy turns into a pumpkin. I know I've said it a bunch of times. I know everyone said it a bunch of times, but this is the week that it happens. And if the Eagles score defensively, it feels like you have to parlay that with the Eagles to win outright. That'll get you at least 8.3 to 1. Uh, So if you bet $10, you get 83 back. So give me the Eagles, anytime touchdown, scorer, defense, uh, parlayed with the Eagles to win. Those are my prop picks for this week's Eagles-Niners game. Before I go, I'm going to give you guys a teaser that I like at a smaller number. The Niners teased up to 8.5. Feels right. Feels like a line that I just love. Uh, Even though I'm probably going to end up Spoiler alert, picking the favorites in both of these games this coming Sunday, I will in all likelihood be on both teams in a teaser capacity of some kind. Moving on, let's talk about the second of these Sunday championship weekend games, the number three seed Cincinnati Bengals on the road against the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs coming off yet another healthy, I wouldn't say easy, but relatively easy victory over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jags ultimately cover that game through the back door, but the Chiefs kind of felt like they were in command completely in that second half, even with Patrick Mahomes injuring his ankle, an injury that it feels like is absolutely going to impact this game, despite what the initial Vegas line may reflect. Uh, So I believe this game opened at Chiefs minus three which is strange when you consider the fact that it feels like the Bengals have kind of had Patrick Mahomes' number over the past two years. They've won three straight games against Mahomes, including last year's AFC Championship, and they really have handled him defensively very well, as well as anybody has over the past couple years. Now they're getting hobbled Mahomes. I know it's tough to go from Buffalo to Kansas City on the road, a pretty tall task if you ask me, But looking at what both these teams are in terms of roster construction, in terms of team identity going into championship weekend, it's hard not to view the Bengals as in a good position coming into this week. So the line as we sit here today is Bengals minus one. Over under in this game set at 47. So my initial thought in looking at this line, Bengals minus one, is that Vegas got so scared by how much the Sharps hammered the Bengals plus three that this line climbed all the way from plus three to minus one on the road. Obviously, this line is also reflective purely of that Patrick Mahomes injury, but we knew about that injury when this line released. So I'm a little bit wary of this game. I think that it's one of those weird lines that I'd be scared to kind of bet either way straight up. In looking purely at the line itself, my lean is Bengals minus one. But more likely than anything else, I'm going to hope and pray that this line climbs to one and a half so that I can tease the Chiefs up to seven and a half and then tease them with the Niners up to eight and a half. If I can get the Chiefs at plus seven and a half, I am going to mortgage my life. My whole, my whole life, I will have to flee the country if the Chiefs don't cover that seven and a half point line. Even with Patrick Mahomes hurt, even with the Bengals having their number, if I can get Patrick Mahomes, best quarterback in the NFL by a wide margin, plus more than a touchdown. There's no way I'm not mortgaging my life to bet on it. So give me the Chiefs plus seven and a half with the teaser. If you can get it up there, I'd probably stay away at seven. It depends on how your book uh, grades out the teaser. There are certain books that if you tie on a on a spread, so if the Bengals ultimately win by seven and you have the teaser uh, with Chiefs plus seven, then they will grade that as a loss on the teaser. If you have a book that grades that as a push, then I would do it. I would take the shot on the plus seven. But for now, I'm probably going to wait until I can get that line at plus one and a half. Based on what things have been said so far, I don't know how Patrick Mahomes won't be hobbled throughout this game. He looked like he was hobbled for most of that Jaguars game. And despite that, obviously, the Chiefs end up putting together quite a game. But it's going to be a unique situation, a strange situation. Maybe Mahomes can go purely off of adrenaline and put together yet another victory, yet another legacy-defining victory, uh, and put himself in a position to win a second Super Bowl. But for now, I have my doubts. So give me the Bengals, minus one. My bigger play here is going to be a teaser with the Chiefs up to seven and a half. Honestly, I feel that these games, these two lines, are as sharp as we've seen from Vegas in some time. They both feel like such toss-up games. Uh, it feels so hard to pick either one, and that's why I'm sort of hedging here with these teasers. Uh, anyone who tells you either way that they, they have like a strong, strong knowledge of who's going to handle who in these two games, they're full of it. Because it is just too hard to prognosticate uh, these two matchups. It feels like they... Really, really are four of the best teams in the NFL. Feels like we got the two best teams in both conferences, honestly, with how this whole season is shaked out. Uh, So I'm so keen on both matchups. Before we sort of wrap up this show, I want to briefly talk about a couple of anytime touchdown score props I wanted to give you guys ahead of the Chiefs game. I love, once again, the backup tight end, Blake Bell, anytime touchdown score at plus 700 going into this week, parlayed with the Chiefs on an alternate spread plus seven and a half. You'll still get about 3-1 to one odds on that. Uh, it feels like if Blake Bell is going to score, the Chiefs are going to win the game. Uh, but I also like Juju Smith-Schuster, anytime touchdown score this week. Feels like Kelsey will not be the guy. He can't be the guy. It just can't happen. Two weeks in a row, not going to happen. He had two touchdowns consecutively. I know he's just such an unstoppable force in the playoffs. But if ever it was going to happen, it, it would be this week. I'm going to take the under on Travis Kelsey yardage as well, only because It feels like he can't keep getting away with this in the playoffs. Now, on top of this, I told you guys that I think the Bengals are going to win this game. So I'm going to take a few props to reflect that. Uh, I'm going to take Hayden Hurst anytime touchdown scorer. Once again, I know he's been hot. He almost scored two weeks ago. Scores this week really early. First touchdown. Uh, and I'm going to take that parlayed with the Bengals to win outright. I love these anytime touchdown scorer props. They're one of my favorite to play. Just in terms of excitement factor, I think they're one of the best bets you can get out there. Uh, even though they're not necessarily the, the best in terms of estimated return on value. Treat them like you would maybe a lottery ticket. Like, you're not probably going to win, but they are an exciting bet to root for. I also like Samaje Ryan Anytime touch down score parlayed with the Bengals money line. That'll get you pretty good odds as well. They seem to be fading Samaji Pirine as a scorer at this point. That does it for me. I will be back next week. Until then, I will talk to you guys soon.